Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! Alright, so come on down to wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional music Musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? Another episode of Horror Movie Night. Adam just never knows when to quit. Scott's getting the <laughs> MEAC, and I'm building a dope-ass treehouse, because we're talking about Ernest Scared Stupid on Horror Movie Night. All right, guys, so we decided that we were going to go with Ernest Scared Stupid, and it was a unanimous decision after last year forced Space Invaders upon you guys for <laughs> Halloween. I decided that I, I would let it be a group, uh, a group, a group decision <laughs> Uh, on this one, <laughs> no, uh, in part a grope decision, <laughs> uh, and we decided on Ernest Scared Stupid, which, as Adam has pointed out, is probably the most covered movie in like horror podcast history. So this is going to be a very, very interesting episode. Here we go. Try and make it worth your while. We're going to make it worth your while. So let's start. That's the exact opposite of what I expect this podcast to be. <laughs> Uh, first and foremost, I probably watch this movie every Halloween, and I think it's one of the few kids' Halloween movies that I actually like the more that I watch it versus the other ones where every time I watch it, I'm like, man, I was a dumb kid for liking this. Uh, you know, that's what I, I gotta say. That's pretty funny, though, because I, I specifically made a note that said, I don't know if I can ever watch this again. <laughs> like, I loved this movie. Uh, Megan is completely perplexed and, and, somewhat antagonistic towards me whenever I'm like, man, Ernest Scare Stupid is a great movie because she watched it with me one time. I think it was the first Halloween we had together and she was like, this is awful. <laughs> and, and the more I watch it, the more I'm like, man, this is pretty bad. 
the, the three of us need to understand like the outside perspective of this, right? Because uh, yeah, we all watched it when we were young and that's, that's where, where it like endears it to us. But if you were to today just watch this movie, you would be like, why? Why are you watching this? Why are you endure? Like, why are you, this is like an endurance run of a fucking movie because, because Ernest has these impressions <laughs> the whole time and it becomes this infuriating fucking thing <laughs> where you just like stop it fucking please stop stop yeah, he's it. not nearly as funny as he thought he was he was oh, a it, he was it, a tv salesman like he sold products on television and they gave him a film franchise this would be like if the the geico gecko had his own movie like that's so, the, like, i would, would watch like, that shit <laughs> This would be like if Vince, you're going to love my nuts, like that guy, the guy that was in all those um, infomercials for like the slap chop and uh, oh, yeah, and yeah. all that. Yeah. No. It, so. All right. So here's here's where I'm starting off with this. This note is uh, right out the gate. Whether I love or hate an earnest movie, I almost always love the opening to an earnest movie because it's usually yes, the opening is so sick. I love that. <laughs> like I the said, music for it is iconic. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't throw that word around on horror movie night. I, I, I have a note that, that is on on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, we throw that, <laughs> but not here on horror movie night. Uh, I have oh, a note that yeah. says that we should probably watch half of the movies that are shown in this opening uh, as future episodes. Uh, yeah, I want the one where the brain is like got the angry eyes and coming out to the lady in the air. I don't know what fiend, movie that is. Fiend without a face is what it's called. The brain without a face. The fiend without a face. Wow, good job, man. Do you know every single movie that's I in the intro? Know a pretty good chunk because I used to watch those schlocky '50s sci-fi movies all the time. Um, so, oh, uh, wait, 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 wait! Before we get into that, into the actual film. So I watched uh, uh, Invaders from Mars, Toby Hooper's Invaders from Mars. And, um, you know, it's basically just the remake of the 1958 version. Um, And they don't, like, update the campiness of, you know, like, the kid. And have you ever seen Invaders from Mars? Uh, I've never seen the original, but I own the Toby Hooper one. Okay. So you've watched it, right? Yeah, yeah. It, It was crazy... I've never watched it until until this week, and uh, it made me realize that those '50s sci-fi movies were like, you know, we criticize movies for their leaps in logic, but holy shit, <laughs> the '80s, I mean, the '50s ones, sci-fi ones are insane, absolutely insane. Well, back then, there didn't really need to be a whole lot of logic, especially in a sci-fi movie. Like, they didn't really give a shit about any of that. Okay, it was just I like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to put spaceships in here and people come in just to see that. Like, hello. The, the, the audiences in the 50s and 60s and 40s are, are, are largely really stupid. <laughs> uh, Matt, better cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the movie, though. The first note that I have about the movie and not the credits just says, Murdoch is a real dick. <laughs> Which, uh, <laughs> he is. Like, right out the gate, he's just like, that shit's made up. That's not history. It's like, Murdoch, you might be right, but you're being an asshole. Wait, I, I'm trying to understand this quote that I wrote. I have so many quotes that I wrote from this movie, and I can't remember the context of any of them. But the note that I have says, you'll never get away with this, Ernest. I know where you live. 
which is a quote that he gives the dummy that he shoves into the gears. Yeah. It- <laughs> Uh, and then it says, seven minutes in, and Ernest should already be dead. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is he superhuman? Does he have powers? Because he gets smushed in the, uh, the dump he gets truck. smushed in that trash compactor. Oh, also, <laughs> hey, hey, guys, guys, this is this is very important. When he is in that tra- trash compactor, and they open the door, and he comes falling out. If you look carefully, you can see a uh, like a, a PA or something like that behind him in the trash truck. And he pushes the cube <laughs> out of the door, and you can see the guy's hands like doing it. Like, <laughs> is that trash compactor scene a reference to the original Star Wars? Yes, because he does try I, to I, block I, it with a pole. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I, he, I was watching this, and I'm like, man, I never realized that, and I love Star Wars. That's embarrassing. No, yeah. no, it's not. He definitely <laughs> he, he picks up that shovel and he puts it between the things. And it just immediately breaks, which, <laughs> yeah, obviously would happen. <laughs> so it's more realistic least, than Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you take that shit back right now. Um, should this kid know John Wayne? I have a, I have a question about no. that. He's <laughs> like, like, just some routine hero work or whatever that John Wayne. Yeah, yeah. little lady. Like, like kid, you're seven. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have no business yeah, knowing who John Wayne is. Like. In this scenario, I expected the little girl to just make like a ooh face and walk away from him. Like, <laughs> why would you stick around? The next quote I have just says, pretty scary scream, huh? When it just randomly cuts the little girl screaming for no reason as yes. they're planning their scary house. I, I also have that the mayor's back window breaks before it's even hit by the one <laughs> by the one thing, which my notes seem like a, a schizophrenic, just writing random thoughts, which makes sense because it's an earnest movie. Yes. Um, this movie is like the embodiment of schizophrenia, where it's just like there's there's seven different voices in your head. You <laughs> crazy. Yeah, there's multiple scenes where he plays like 14 characters explaining one thing. I can quote that Ottoman scene to Megan. She fucking hates it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like there's a lot of stories that you tell in this show of stuff that you do that Megan hates and very few that, that are like, <laughs> Megan loves it. <laughs> like, well, one, because that's not funny to tell stories that she likes. It's funnier to her for her to be the henpecked wife. Second of all, like, who's going to like it if you're like, where are the Ottomans? Like, be like, shut the hell up. <laughs> um, oh, God. So I'm not sure, and I'll cover this a little bit more in the What Did I Watch this week, but I was a real stud and checked out the movie Storks this week, like an adult. And uh, there's definitely a scene that is very reminiscent of Ernest in which the uh, one character is locked up in a room by herself for hours on end and then just creates an entire office of people that's all just her playing every single person that works in the office. Uh, and it made me think of Ernest. And that's that's the extent of my tie-in. Um, so I have yet another Ernest quote. The first step uh, into tree houses, which I refer to as step one. I don't know. I, I just like that quote. It's a stupid quote. There's a lot of stupid quotes. This movie really touches wait. my sensibilities as liking dumb shit. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I have I have a question. So there's a there's sort of like a montage scene where the little boy is like, you know, yucking it up with Ernest and, and, and Ernest is explaining something to him. But he, he keeps switching 
switching between characters, right? Yeah, like he's the old lady. Scene that we're yeah, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. So is the little boy just sitting there in between <laughs> as costume between changes? Ja- like, yeah, as, <laughs> as Ernest goes to the back and <laughs> puts on old lady. <laughs> I, I want, I want to see that movie because that speech is probably way more confusing. He's like, "That's about the Ottomans," and it's like. Say him one line at a time and then the sh- <laughs> that poor little boy. Like, uh, right. I feel like that that kid it, um his relationship with Ernest is real confusing and somewhat uncomfortable for me. Um It's a real Doc Brown Marty McFly thing going on there. It's worse. No, no, no. It's worse. This- this whole thing is fine. This whole thing is fine because in this movie, Ernest is asexual. Like he does not have any attraction to anybody. You know, the only thing he cares about is his friends and rim shot. That's it. <laughs> it could be a lot worse. There are, could be other rims that he's interested in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so, so we need to let's talk thank our lucky thing. We need to Sorry, talk for a second about the goddamn treehouse. Like, oh, the battle assembled- station. <laughs> Yeah, they assembled that sweet early '90s treehouse in maybe 90 minutes. Like, like, there's no the seventy-five thousand dollar treehouse. <laughs> you know what should have been the soundtrack during this scene? That song "Battle Stations" by uh, Winger. That's in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey when they're building the good robot uses. That's like Battle Stations. <laughs> I'll cut that. I'll cut that. <laughs> no, keep it in. Now the movie now the movie picks up to what I remember, which was that this movie was scary as shit as a child. Because this is when the well, geeky kid who's done nothing wrong is turned into a wooden yeah. figure. Yeah, that scared the shit out of me too. Yeah. Like, um, so it's very uh, like I had a legitimate fear of being turned into a denim sheathed wooden statue because of this film. <laughs> that poor kid, like. I mean, his 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 scream is awful. He, his voice breaks like consecutively as he's screaming. It's like the ultimate preteen boy scream, uh, and, and that just really disturbed me as a child. Um, I was like, I don't ever want to be that kid. Well, and then the so the troll has two noses, and um, he has bushes come out of each one. But but also, the noses kind of remind me of like. Dan Aykroyd's nose in Nothing But Trouble where they look so disgustingly phallic that it also just looks like he has two dicks on his face. <laughs> like, like, it is... Well, when... Okay, yes. Now, in retrospect, yeah. The fucking thing looks stupid. But when you... Like, when I was young, that thing... Like, this is the entire crux of the movie is why it was somewhat scary is the creature design on this thing. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, the the men who brought us the killer clowns from outer space and the critters, like they went above and beyond Wait, the Call Jonas, of Duty. Chiodos Brothers worked on critters too. Uh, they were the the Chiodos Brothers only made one movie, like directing wise, and that was Killer Clowns. But yeah, they were the right. guys who designed the critters. I think they I also designed no the idea. ghoulies. They done a they've done they done a shit. They done a ton <laughs> of shit. Um, no, you were right the first time. They've done a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I sent you guys the article where it's... Did you post it on... 
I can't group? remember if I posted it on the group, but I definitely sent you guys the article where like the trolls later on in this movie are just the clown process. Like they just use the same molds for the clowns and killer clowns for a lot of the trolls. And uh, yeah, yeah, and, and it, it, it's obvious. Yeah, it's very obvious. Well, I watched Ernest as a kid, and I didn't watch Killer Clowns until I think eighth grade or something like that. And I remember watching that movie, being like, "Those clowns look really familiar," and I never put the two together. But when you and I remember, Matt, you you sent us that in the chat, yeah, in our in our group chat, because I was like, "God damn it, I can't post this thing to the group. There's something wrong with it right now." And you were like, yeah, I just tried to post this article. I'm pretty sure that you never got to post it. Gotcha. Well, maybe when I'm editing this, I'll be like, oh, shit, let me post that real thick, real fast. Um, real thick. Real thick. Uh, so real quick rundown. These are some of the things that Chiodos Brothers were behind. Uh, they created the puppets and special effects for Critters, Ernest Scared Stupid, and Team America World Police. They also did the claymation sequence of Large Marge for Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, that was terrifying, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good at doing terrifying shit. Uh, that's just on like the one dude's yeah, Wikipedia when, page. When, when they're not creating their own movie, it's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Killer Tomatoes! What? Do you not like Killer Clowns? Oh wait, you don't right, like so Killer Clowns. Killer Tomatoes. What's that? What about Killer Tomatoes? Well, the yeah, Killer Tomatoes are great too. I like that one. Yeah. Shit, I always forgot that you don't like that movie. Killer Clowns from Outer Space was uh, never mind. You know what? That's not what this episode is about. I have some. <laughs> I have some shit to say about uh, this movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's gone now. <laughs> that yeah, sigh yeah. of anger, the disappointment. I entirely lost it. I fucking. It's, uh, yeah, it's just gone. It's uh, I, I have another quote from the movie that says human sacrifices will definitely be a last resort option. Uh, and then 50 <laughs> minutes in, Ernest should be dead, part two, trapped in a bear trap. <laughs> yeah, reverse. Like he, his his spine is inverted, like a uh, one of those old people mattresses. Yes. Uh, so th- I want to know. <laughs> I, I had to they... take a second to figure out what you're talking about, but yes. Yeah, one of those old people mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. Wait, wait. So I I really we need to discuss <laughs> what they used to make the boogers. Because I feel like this movie is so gooey. What do you think that they like in the eighties and early nineties when when movies were so gooey like Ticks, this movie, uh, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Four, Society, all those gooey movies? Um, do you think that they were buying a shitload of like those gigantic vats of KY? Yeah, they. Had so were to. they putting like were, were these kids getting slimed by KY jelly? <laughs> You're a weird yeah, guy, Scott. <laughs> um, I only have three more notes, and uh, I'm going oh, to rock through them real fast. The one just says he never knew when to quit, which is definitely the best joke in this movie. Um, even though it doesn't fit in oh, with the rest the of the teacher, Where the teacher like hits his head off the fucking... Uh, well, because it, the lead-in is like, I never knew when to quit. Just ask my fourth grade teacher. And then it just randomly cuts to her just going... He never knew when to quit, and it just keeps and popping up. Also, doesn't that isn't that originally in Ernest Goes to Camp? I feel like that that line is just like it might be. It might be in all the Ernest movies. I mean, we all know that the best one is Ernest Goes to Jail, 
But uh, so the other note I have just says Miak, which is the second best joke in this movie. <laughs> yes. Well, hey, you know what? You know what happens if you search up Miak on Google? You get a bunch of Ernest Scared Stupid stuff. What happened? Yeah, it goes. Oh, it, it's a uh, drink that is traditionally consumed by Swedish people, and it also is probably fictional. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the only other note I have is I'm loving the over-the-top drama when the kid is not sticking up for Ernest. Like, there's that scene where, like, the cop's just like, Ernest, damn it, I've had enough! And he yells at his kid, and he's like, kid, get in the car! And there's just, like, this silent, like, no words spoken where Ernest is looking at him like a sad puppy, like, but we have to catch the troll. And the kid like <laughs> shakes his head and just lowers it. So disappointed and earnest as he walks into the cop car. So I, I, I remembered what I wanted to talk about. I want okay. to talk about the end scene where the multiple trolls come out of the tree. Like he, he, whatever, brings back to life all his troll friends. Now, this town has been having so much trouble with just this one troll. <laughs> yeah. So he suddenly brings back like six other trolls and all of the a evil Brussels like, sprouts. Yeah, the yeah. evil Brussels sprouts hit the ground and then the trolls come up. Yep. <laughs> and then they just slaughter the trolls. Like they kick their asses. <laughs> They've been having so much trouble with just the one. Like all of a sudden their powers are just so diminished. They're huge pussies. Just well, uh, here is. I hate to be defending Ernest Scared Stupid here, but I think that the logical leap there isn't so great because there the the town is getting just decimated. Well, all the kids in the town are getting decimated by the the one head troll because they don't know that they they can be obliterated by milk, and then they figure it out, and then all the other trolls come out. And then they are just like, well, it's just a slaughterhouse because they can, they know how to get rid of all the other trolls. Well, uh, Scott, I'm going to stop you for a second. I'm going to say, I have become too powerful to be defeated by milk. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Christopher Lloyd was the voice of the uh, head troll. Yeah, he had to be <laughs> defeated by interpretive dance. Um, <laughs> and a kiss. Yeah, it was... Uh, a true kiss. <laughs> oh, is this a kissing book I also side note we were talking about killer clowns um, they also reuse the exact same effect when they kill the trolls with milk I'm sure the... it, yeah it, it's painted on though it's just it's whatever color it is in killer clowns it's yellow in this yeah yeah I feel like the Chiodos brothers were like you know I really want to do a uh, killer clowns sequel but we got money for Ernest all right well and that's like um it's kind of like when we realized that Pumpkinhead may have been assembled by just a bunch of the other costumes that he had made previously and just kind of slapped it together. Yeah, which <laughs> like, makes it which which makes it way better, by the way. Hey, Adam, Pumpkinhead's what? a good movie, a good, pretty good movie. <laughs> All right, do you guys you have know, any? Getting a remake, I bet you're excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have we missed one very important part of this movie. There's a head explosion. Up, oh. <laughs> yes, there yeah. is. So, I mean, it really, it, it could go on our list of movies that we've talked about with head explosives. Put a pin in that for next year. All right, right, will do. We'll have to make sure that continues. I All don't right. trust you that you actually will remember. 
uh, I edit the episodes and I re-listen to them when I make the best ofs, so then I catch little things that we request it. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe he was talking to me because I sure as fuck won't remember. <laughs> Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, I I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! Alright, so come on down to... Wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of Tacky and White and Nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm. Available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? So let's do uh, something a little bit different. Let's do a real quick... What did we watch this week? But also throw in what is what is the Halloween movie that you're going to make sure that you watch this Halloween? Oh, shit. I'll start off because I don't have anything that's worth ending on. But uh, like I said, I went and saw the movie Storks in theaters. Uh, my friend was like, hey, do you want to go see this kid's movie? And I said, sure, why not? And Storks is fucking awesome. Like, like it is so good. It's from the writer-director of the Muppet movie, and uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and it's produced by the guys who did the Lego movie. So it is just the most absurd comedy, uh, kids' comedy, I've seen in a really fucking long time. So if you uh, are not ashamed about going to be the only person in their 30s at a movie without a child in tow, uh, go check out Storks. It's fucking great. Uh, The horror movie that I'm going to probably watch this Halloween, my buddy Mark introduced it to me a long time ago, uh, and... I always forget about it, but it's sitting on my shelf right now. I'm looking at it, and I'm going, that's the one. Is uh, called Murder Party. And uh, the plot of Murder Party is this dude who's kind of like a really lonely, boring guy is walking around. He's got no plans for Halloween, and he sees a notice for a thing called a murder party. Uh, and it says, like, just come in a costume and enjoy. So he goes home and builds this, like, really dope cardboard suit of armor and goes to this party, and it's just a bunch of douchey avant-garde art students who are trying to murder someone on film. But it's more so just a comedy about how they just are all talk and can't do anything because that's what art students are, is a bunch of douchebags. It's literally <laughs> oh, man, just... We just, we just- Ruined our our listener base, by the way. Oh yeah, no murder party is hilarious. Wait, did you think that we had a bunch of art students listening to us? <laughs> I me. highly fucking doubt yeah. that. I've <laughs> I've read our emails. I love our fans, but none of them are art students. <laughs> like, oh, you better cut that shit. <laughs> <laughs> highly recommend it. Definitely worth checking out because it is uh, a really weird. It, the The description on the back of the DVD is it's Napoleon Dynamite in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So like. 
It's uh, it's weird. It's a weird oh, little no. movie, that but I recommend it. That that quote does the opposite of selling me <laughs> up. <laughs> All know, right. It would have to say that it's it's uh, TCM two to get Adam to want to watch it. Yeah, it's it's uh, sorry, it's Napoleon Dynamite and Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. <laughs> Oh, all of a sudden, I'm, in, I'm interested. <laughs> all right, uh, which one of you guys wants to go next? Um, okay, so I haven't watched anything this week. What I'm going to do is I'm going to bitch about things that I wish that I had watched. Um, <laughs> first and foremost, Westworld. Did anybody watch Westworld? No, but I hear it's great. Oh, really? It looks terrible to me. <laughs> yes, I, I, you know what? I've heard two conflicting opinions about it. One says that, yeah, it's really good, and it's really interesting, it's fascinating, and it's a, it's an enjoyable watch, like on par with Game of Thrones kind of thing. Whoa. Right? And what? Yeah, that's, that, that's one of the opinions that I've heard. And the other opinion says that it's a boring piece of shit about people who are are not very intelligent <laughs> just allow <laughs> allow robots to have autonomous control over their own lives. And and you would expect like, Hey, you know what's going to happen in that scenario? The robots are probably going to rise up and, and kill you. <laughs> I'm just so curious that, that, how much it's tied into the movie Westworld. Cause Westworld, the movie was just like an amusement park that goes, that goes haywire. So in Westworld, is it the entire world is like, we've just built robots and let them do their thing. No, 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 no. It's, 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 <laughs> he sounds so upset. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, well, you know what? I haven't watched the fucking show yet, so we'll we'll figure this out at a later date. But I've heard very conflicting things. I'm going to watch it because I want to know what's going on there. I I, I I might like it, regardless of the other people that did. All right, what Halloween movie are you gonna watch this year? Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> Just so you can watch that PA in the background. <laughs> like... Yeah, push that garbage tube <laughs> out the door, yeah. All right, Scott. All right, so um, I'm going to watch May for uh, for Halloween because it's probably my favorite modern uh, Halloween movie. I know everybody's going to be like, but what about Trick or Treat? No, May <laughs> is a far superior film to Trick or Treat. Um, I mean, we're talking about Trick or our treat with Sam the Little Goblin Child, um, not Trick or Treat with, which is quite possibly the best Satanic Panic horror movie of all time. Um, yeah, you are. We talked about the, uh, the the movie that has all the multiple stories in it, like the anthology movie, right? No, that's what I'm saying. We're not talking about that as as a, oh, a great, no, we are a great talking film. about talking about the Sammy Kerr movie. Sammy Kerr, man. Oh, man, I love that film. Actually, you know, I might have to do three movies on Halloween. Maybe I'll just do, like, maybe I maybe I won't go to work that day. Uh, Call out <laughs> I'll sick. Fucking take, take it a holiday. Like, oh, sorry, this is this is my favorite day of the year, so I'm not going to go work. I have good news for you. Uh, Halloween on this year is a Sunday. No, it's a Monday. No, it's Monday. Or I am wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Christ, but um, so so maybe I'll watch Black Roses, Trick or Treat '86, and May. I don't know. I don't know if I have enough time. 
<laughs> living on living on the edge. Dude, seriously, that's like my best day ever right there. Um, I love that film. I love all three of those films. But May, May is such a good movie. Uh, so incredibly awkward. Um, a lot of times when I'm saying goodbye to people um, and Megan's next to me. See, this is a cute story. Uh, so when, when I'm when we're walking away from people after we said bye, I'll be like, "Bye, hands." She'll only hear it; they won't hear it because she gets it and they won't. Um, that's a that's a May quote. <clears throat> you can probably cut that. <laughs> um, no, what have we been doing? We're just like constantly on this episode. Like, hey, cut that. <laughs> it's because we've had some bad luck recently. Um, so so um, and and this week I rewatched Idle Hands. Oh. Which is another great Halloween movie. And I realized something, guys. I think that we need to rag on drive through again. <laughs> because it, on top of being utter garbage, that movie did not have the original 420 boys in it. You know who the original 420 boys are? Are we the, ori- are we the original 420 boys? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're second generation 420 boys. <laughs> but, uh, Anton, uh, uh, what the hell are their names, man? Pinup. Help me out, buddy. Peanut and White uh, Mickey is Mickey uh, Seth uh, Seth Green's character. I don't know, man. I just always called him Seth Seth Green the whole time I watched the movie. Uh, yeah, Mick, um, Mick, it's Mick Pinup and Anton. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that movie is so good. That is definitely in my top five favorite Halloween flicks because it's got the offspring wearing an AFI shirt. I think that they also covered an AFI song on that soundtrack. I well, they cover the Ramones. They, they do. Yeah, they... but I, I'm pretty sure that if you look at that soundtrack, like the OST for that movie even, they covered Total Immortal by AFI, which nice. is so funny. I, I'm looking at the credit. I had to go on IMDb to figure out what the hell Seth Green's character's name was. And sixth build in the movie is Chris Hart, who was the hand. <laughs> like... <laughs> Also known as Chris Hart. Oh, this is amazing. Chris Hart is an actor known for Adam's Family, Adam's Family Values, and Idle Hands. <laughs> the guy has – you are so jealous, and I am so jealous of that guy. He has the best career ever. Just oh, my God. Oh, second, I'm going to read – an Adam's Family movie? I'm going to read oh, his yeah. entire – he's in eight movies. I'm going to read all of his credits real quick. Uh, he was in an episode of Columbo as a magician at a cemetery. Adam's Family, Thing. Adam's Family Values, Thing. Quick Silver Highway, Left. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the short film One Hand Left. Adam's Family Reunion, Thing. Idle Hands, The Hand. An episode of Angel as The Hands. So apparently this dude has no acting ability whatsoever, but he has some dope-ass hands. David Duchovny's character from Zoolander in real life. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I'm, I'm sure he got you know the money that he needed out of this short career as a hand model. <laughs> no, that's a long ass career as a hand model, yeah, dude. That's a ten, that's a ten year career in eight movies. <laughs> that was eight movies in that ten years. That's nothing. That's fucking nothing. All right, everybody, that was Ernest Scared Stupid from 1991. That was our little Halloween special. But I'm just saying, if you check in on Monday, you might have another bonus episode. 
maybe as a hint to some of the things that will come if you keep donating to the Patreon. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, and what, what I'm saying is if you go to patreon.com backslash HMN podcast, if you haven't already, you can send us a donation. We got a ton of great things depending on the donations. We've gone over it a ton, so I'm not going to go over it here. Hit us up on iTunes, hit us up on SoundCloud, rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know how you're feeling. Send us some emails at HMN podcast and tell us some movies that you would like us to watch. October is over. We're, we're reopening the doors of letting people send us suggestions. We've got it pretty backed up right now, up to like, I think we're in March February. now schedule. Oh, March? Yeah, we may be in March already. So, you know, keep it going. It might be a couple months until we get to your suggestion, but we're always reading the emails and discussing amongst each other which ones we're going to cover. We try to we try to make everybody happy. Send us those emails. Give us good emails, because the better the email, the more likely we'll pick the movie just because we want to read the email on the air. So thanks, guys. Have a great one. Have a happy Halloween, and we'll talk to you soon. We'll cut that. We'll cut that. (laughs) Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, I I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Alright, so come on down to, wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of Tacky and White and Nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 